finger bang. That's, that's a fun word. What's up, podcast lovers? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and this, this is the podcast where we like to shoot the shit and discuss a variety of topics that makes you think, what the fuck? (laughs) There's nothing like a good what the fuck moment, and you will be experiencing a lot of them on this show. Now, if you're new here, thank you so much for dropping in. I hope that you guys decide to come back and enjoy some more silly with us. So uh, take a peep at the titles of my past episodes, because we, we, we do cover some random ass topics on this podcast. We do. Serial killers, hilarious news stories, uh, paranormal experiences, and more. Okay. Oh, and I have a fun surprise for you every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast because there's there's no telling what that topic is going to be about that day. It's it's brand new, brand new. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I do have an update on the job that I applied for. They said they were going to have to, uh, we're going to do like a virtual, <clears throat> virtual interview. And the woman that I spoke with was so nice and seemed like like a dope ass lady and she she answered the phone like she's known me her entire life she said hey what's up can i help you and and when i tell you i was taken i was taken back i was and i almost responded what up boo you coming by the house tonight like (laughs) like i was ready to make full on plans with this woman on the phone because she just sounded like somebody i could hang out with somebody i knew i don't know it was weird you know so i said to myself if if this is how she's like for this job interview i i'm more than a shoe in for this job dare i say i might even like this job if i get it you know ugh. yeah and i hope i hope i didn't jinx myself just now oh my god I probably just jinxed myself. Ah, crap. All right. So anyways, my virtual interview uh, should be within the next few days. um, And I'm really excited about it. I really am. Shit, because I can use the money. I'm poor. (laughs) And by the way, guys, if you are looking for a job, let me tell you, everyone is hiring. Everyone. Everyone is hiring. It literally feels like everywhere I go, they're hiring the gas station, Walmart, Best Buy, uh, several restaurants, uh, clothing store, everybody is hiring. So now is a good time to go out and get you some money, get you some money. Now, speaking of which, I don't know if I, um, if I told you guys this last week, uh, if I told you guys this last week, let me slow down. I get excited. My brain is working faster than my mouth can. It's like, if I don't get all this out, I could die. So (laughs) slow it down, Jones. So, um, uh, the job that I'm applying for is a full-time job. Okay. I don't know what the hours are yet. Uh, shit, I haven't even been hired yet, so <laughs> I don't know anything, but there's a good chance depending on the hours that I'm giving, some changes might be made for this podcast. The day I upload my change, uh, perhaps the, the, the time frame of the podcast episodes, they might change. I don't know. I do not plan on ending the podcast. Uh, I don't think it'll come to that, but I will definitely keep you guys posted with any decisions that I make regarding this podcast. And I appreciate my non-skippers who stick with me during my rants in the beginning of my podcast episodes. Thank you so much. (laughs) 
So let's get into it. So last week, we enjoyed some more random drunken what the fuck moments. And most of us definitely have a few of those moments in our younger days. And some of us are still having what the fuck moments today, currently. <laughs> Thank you, alcohol. Um, <laughs> and the, sto- the story about Chandra getting her weave ripped off because some girl slipped in- slipped on some henny. That shit. That floored me. That's the white girl that slipped on the henny and pulled out Sandra's weave. That was like my favorite part of that entire episode. <laughs> it really was. And if you haven't already, uh, check that episode out. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss these um, awesome random episodes that I post every Friday because they, they are very random. I mean, I, look, next week I might talk about... the the history of the remote control i don't know man it can be anything (laughs) i do kind of low-key when i google that though like when did they when when do they become a thing oh okay so (laughs) today today uh you probably noticed by the title of this episode i've got some x-rated history to share and the people that helped establish uh the world as we know it today in their own way some of these people uh, they did some things that were questionable or just plain gross. Let me just say this history is, is more than the things that we learned in school. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and check out the, uh, the X rated side of history. Uh, I'm excited about that. But before we get into all the naughty and weird moments in history. I want to remind you guys that if you have any of your own interesting experiences for the pod, your own stories, send them in. Send them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. I talk about a variety of topics here and maybe your experience could even inspire an episode. You never know. You never know. Now guys, it can be scary, funny, creepy, embarrassing, what have you send them in i would love to have some of your hometown stories if you will as i feel like if i say hometown i feel like i'm stealing that from my favorite murder homegrown no that's weed yeah whatever send me your stories <laughs> my email is down below in the show notes just copy and paste that bad boy and uh, send them in also guys don't forget to show your support for this podcast and the hard work that i'm putting into it by leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform that you're using, because this is extremely helpful for my podcast to grow and earn new listeners, which, let's be honest, that would be fucking titties. The more ears I get, the, the better, honestly. I would love that. I want to I feel like I'm succeeding, damn it. You know? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and, and get into these x-rated topics about uh history i'm excited about it because you're gonna be look you're gonna be shocked with what i fucking tell you it's gonna make you want to google more like this one's so good and i know i say it all the time but there's a good chance i'll go ahead and do a part two of this and i (laughs) i feel like i say that about every episode and then three years passes and i'm like oh yeah part two (laughs) that's what happened with the more drunken what the fuck moments (laughs) Yeah, you know, it is what it is. All right, let's get to it. (laughs) Okay, so let's go ahead and get into our first X-rated historic fact. Um, This one's coming in uh, with our first story, BuzzFeed.com. You guys, what, you know what? What doesn't that website discuss? (laughs) They have 
everything. Okay, so BuzzFeed has informed us all uh, that Mary Shelley, the woman who wrote Frankenstein, did something many of us haven't done, or at least I hope not, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) All right, so Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, well, she, um, she, she had sex in the graveyard where her mother was buried. Okay, maybe it's just me. But I, I don't, I don't feel the need or the want to have sex in a graveyard, any graveyard, but certainly not the one where someone I know is buried. That's not, that is not a place where I want to <laughs> horizontally tango. If you catch my drift, that is some dark shit to me. Like I can't, okay. Apparently Mary spent a lot of her time visiting her mother's grave and saying, I think it's Pancras churchyard. And I'm probably saying that wrong. She had, uh, so much curiosity about life and death with, you know, which makes a lot of sense given her book, Frankenstein, you know, (laughs) but, um, when she met her husband, Percy, uh, she took him, she took him with her to the graveyard. And I guess they decided to, you know, they visited her mother and thought, you know what, this would be a perfect place to bust a nut. Let's do it right here. (laughs) over all these dead bodies show them what it's like to be alive (laughs) i don't know that's just it's a lot it's a lot for me and it might be a lot for you too i don't i don't know your lives or your sexual preferences but i'm assuming most of you listening most of you but maybe not all i don't want to be an asshole and say 100 percent. but most of you have not ever nor do you ever want to have sex in a graveyard and if you do, let us know about it on the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. Okay, so, <laughs> but uh, there there are actually a lot of people who do find graveyards sexy or even dead bodies to be sexy or perhaps like uh, the, the, the appearance of a body being unconscious. Like some people like it when you pretend that you're asleep so that they can, you know, fondle you and shit. Like that's a sexual fetish that people have. Now, I'm not saying that everybody who likes to pretend that their partner is asleep before they fondle them is into necrophilia. I'm not saying that. (laughs) Okay. That's not what I said. (laughs) Okay. But, but there are people who are into necrophilia who, who have not ventured into having sex with dead bodies or don't know how to do it or they're afraid to, or they don't want to be judged. I don't know, but they tend to like their partners to be, to pretend to be unconscious or asleep. Hopefully they want their partners to pretend. If not, we're going to have ourselves a true crime podcast episode coming soon. Okay. So anyways, as we discussed a while back, there are a lot of sexual fetishes out there and a lot of kinks as well. And, uh, like some of the ones, some of the things that exist out there that people like to do while they're doing it would would blow your fucking mind would blow your mind you know i really 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 should do another episode about that there are so many sex fetishes you know (laughs) somebody remind me in the professionally silly pod group on facebook to make another episode about that but i did an episode that was called bizarre sex fetishes and the ones that i chose um, some of them are bizarre and some of them I've even heard of, but as I was doing the research for that podcast, I, I just chose a few as I was doing the research for that podcast, I found out there are 
a lot of, I mean, maybe, maybe hundreds of sex fetishes and sub fetishes to those. It's yeah. I, I just like regular sex. That's maybe I'm boring. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't need somebody watching me. I don't need anybody shitting on my chest. I don't, Okay, don't pee on me. I don't need any of these things. Just regular sex that 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 the other person has consented to and and actually wants to do it with me. You know, that's is that too much to ask? Like <laughs> fuck. Okay. Hey guys, don't let me forget Bizarre Sex Fetishes Part 2. Remind me. Okay. All right, so our next uh X-rated historical fact is coming from cheeseburger.com. The word cheese is spelled C-H-E-E-Z and then spell the word burger.com. Cheeseburger.com shared an interesting X-rated fact. Uh, Victor Hugo, a French poet, playwright, and romantic novelist. I mean, I've never heard of him, but I promise you he probably has nothing on Zane. Ooh, yeah, I remember those Zane series that we <laughs> when I was in high school, they would just pass those books around. Girl, did you see page 34? Mm-hmm. That page was usually about sex. If somebody asked you, don't forget to read page so-and-so, it was about sex. But we were kids and Wi-Fi wasn't really a thing. I mean, it kind of was, but it wasn't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, I miss those Zane moments. The entire student body was like a book club <laughs> when it came to, to books like that. But anyways, uh, Victor Hugo, French poet, playwright, and uh, romantic novelist. And I believe he did more as well, but you know, Wikipedia will let you know, look at the Wikipedia because I'm not going to do all the work for you. I'm just not look that shit up. Anyways, Victor Hugo was best known for his poetry and his novels. And, uh, he is a dude that wrote the hunchback of Notre Dame and Les Mirables. I always say that wrong. Les Mirables. <laughs> Yo, hold up. I'm going to just go ahead and go to YouTube and figure out how to fucking... I always say it wrong. Les Mirables. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Wait a damn minute. I think it says right here. Okay. I still can't say it. And I just heard him say it twice. So <laughs> he wrote those books, Hunchback of Notre Dame and Les Miserables is how I think how you say, you ever heard of them? <laughs> those are some really famous books. Like I, okay. I never read the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I did see the Disney movie and Esmeralda can get it. I'm look, don't sit here and act like as adults or even as teenagers or kids or whatever the fuck that at one point in your life, you have not been sexually attracted to a cartoon character that does or does not exist. And if it's, if it's a cartoon character, there's a good chance that it doesn't exist. But listen, Esmeralda could get it. Those green eyes. What? Wait, were her eyes green? I feel like they're like an emerald or something, but she can get it. Just saying. Um, so if there's a real Esmeralda out there, um, hi. I remember Smiles Jones. I would like to buy you a cup of coffee. But if we go to Starbucks, you can't get a venti. I don't have that kind of money. You can get a tall. <laughs> okay, so anyways, Hunchback of Notre Dame and Les Miserables. <laughs> uh, so Victor Hugo was quite the lover of sex workers. 
I, I like this. I mean, I'm not a very politically correct person. I don't see a problem with saying prostitutes because prostitution has been a part of this country for, I don't know, centuries and this world for centuries. And I don't see it as being uh, rude or disrespectful, but I'm also not a prostitute. So uh, I, I I may say sex workers trying to change my political correct climate so I don't anger others. I'll do the best that I can, but I'm usually not very politically correct because I don't give a shit. So anyways, this man slept with a bunch of prostitutes and <laughs> I know what I just said. Shut up. And, uh, that, <laughs> so the day, the day that Victor Hugo died, uh, all, all the brothels in Paris were, uh, they were closed. They closed for the day when Victor Hugo died. And the reason they closed is because all of the sex workers, I remembered, all the sex workers were mourning his death. That is a lot. <laughs> okay, they all took the day off. Okay, that's that's a lot of prostitutes taking the day off. I mean, look, so many... I, for all the brothels to be closed? I mean, damn. I, <laughs> this man was well known in the sex worker community. I mean, look, it was the 1800s, I guess. I don't know. Listen, when I hear 1800s, I think creepy family photos and sepia, okay? Cobble streets and sex workers. Excuse me, prostitutes. No, sex workers. Damn it. <laughs> so I just summed up the 1800s. You're welcome. But can you believe that? After Victor Hugo dies, all of the brothels in Paris are like, you know what? I'm going to need a day off. I'm going to need a day off for today. I... I was so, his dick was just my best friend. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude, but maybe he was a nice guy. It's very possible. Victor Hugo was a nice, not every, not every dude that pays for sex is a creepy weirdo. You know, some are just creepy weirdos. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to the next story. I, I want to try that again. Les Miserables. Mary, damn it. <laughs> also, I probably should have said that not every dude who buys sex from a sex worker is a creepy, weird guy. Some of them are just cheating on their wives. That's what I should have said. <laughs> that joke is funnier. It hits, but it didn't come to me right away. And I remembered it and I was like, you know what? Boom. I'm going to throw it out there. They'll appreciate it. Okay. So let's go on to the next story here. Uh, you know, that guy, uh, Mozart ever heard of him <laughs> yeah uh you know that dude that composed music back in the day known as one of the greatest classical composers to ever live yeah so i came across this x-rated piece of history from kickassfacts.com and i should definitely visit that site again because uh there are some kickass facts on that website so mozart mozart wrote a song with an interesting title and I'm definitely going to butcher it because I think it's German. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. I, I know, look, I know this is going to surprise you, but I don't speak German. I, I know. I, I look, I know, I know, but I don't. So, uh, listen to me destroy this. Uh, the name of the song that Mozart, uh, wrote is, oh, God, I'm going to mess this up. 
Lek Mich I'm Ox. I think that's how you say it. Lek Mich I'm Ox. I'm saying it wrong. Once again, don't speak German, but look that shit up. All right. You can just type it in uh, to Google and be like, hey, man, how do you pronounce this? And they'll be like, what? <laughs> just just Google Mozart and uh, dirty songs or whatever. And I'm sure it'll pop right the fuck up. But anyways, uh, it, <laughs> Lick Mick. I'm wait. Lick. Damn it. Lick Mick. I'm ach. Uh That translates, if I said it right, uh, <laughs> translate to. Lick me in the ass. Um, that man, I gotta tell you that 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 translation that I gave you was clear, clear as just crystal clear. Okay, lick me in the ass. That is the name. <laughs> That's what that shit translates. And when I came across this, I um, it just immediately unalived. I did. I died then and there because I was like, I was like, not Mozart writing writing a song about licking ass. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> One of the most classical composers to ever live. I mean, I'm talking about people play his musics in movies for like really fancy scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, there's a reason why you don't you don't hear Mozart, you know, <laughs> in the, in the ghettos of Atlanta. It's just not. <laughs> it doesn't set that same scene. You know, fuck. I, I was like, not Mozart writing a song about licking ass. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so he wrote the song in, uh, in 1782. Lick Mick. Wait, damn it. I was going to try to say it again. Lick Mick. I'm Ike's. And, uh, again, don't speak German, but he wrote this song in, uh, 1782. And according to mentalfloss.com, it was believed to be kind of like a party piece for him and his buddies. You know, like, I guess they would just, you know, uh, crack open a couple of PBRs and just, you know, lick me in the ass, lick me in the ass, lick me in the ass. I don't think that's how the tone is, but that's just how I picture it. You know, just, just a bunch of old dudes wearing old, like, you know, 1700 type clothing with PBRs in their hand. And one of the, one of them has a guitar and they're just singing the songs, lick me in the ass. That's how I picture it, but that's not at all what that is. But let me explain something to you. Okay. Supposedly, uh, the German version of lick me in the ass. Okay. It's like a old German idiom, similar to what we, we, uh, we now say, which is kiss my ass. Uh, I think it, I think it, uh, I think it carried that same meaning because today I feel like lick me in the ass means exactly that lick me in the ass. I can't be like, Hey man, what's going on? Lick me in the ass. And it's like, what? <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to somebody? <laughs> just look at what? I'm sorry. Did you just offer me? <laughs> did you just offer me a, 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 an anal treat that I didn't ask for? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass. But I don't know. That's that's kind of what that is. You know. Oh, have, how things have changed. You know, kiss my ass has graduated from lick me in the ass, and I'm glad. <laughs> You know, for as as a small little uh, social experiment, I want all of you to to go out in the streets and uh, greet your friends and family, maybe even strangers, if you feel like you could be safe getting away with that, because they might slap you. I'm I'm not. I'm just telling you that could happen. <laughs> but I want you to greet people. You know, start off with your loved ones. Say, hey man, lick me in the ass. But you just you have you just change how you say it, make it sound like a greeting. Hey, what's up? Instead of hey, what's up? Say hey, lick me in the ass. And they were like, what? <laughs> just See how they take that. It'll be a fun inside joke that only we will get professionally silly listeners. So 
<laughs> also, please don't do that. I was kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't go to strange people and tell them to look you in the ass because they they might be like, oh, I where have you been all my life? I've been waiting for you all day. Because <laughs> like, the situation might might change. <laughs> it might become something you weren't prepared for. Okay. Oh my God. Over it. So I wanted to share something with you guys that's super exciting. Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their products. Vance Global is a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created recently the most potent CBD cigarette out there that Delta 8. So if you are interested in CBD cigarettes or you're interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, this is for you. And Delta 8, oh, guess what? They've got gummies now too, and they are amazing. I, I ate a couple of them and uh, I had an amazing night's sleep. My mind shut off and I dozed. Goodbye anxiety and hello sweet dreams. So check out their Instagram at Vance Global and take a look at the merchandise. And if you see something that you want, that you want to purchase, make sure you go ahead and use the coupon code SMILES, all capital letters, S-M-I-L-E-S, the word SMILES, to get 20% off your purchase. Once again, the coupon code is SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global! I'll be sure to post the link down below in the show notes and you can go ahead and click and start your shopping for your CBD cigarettes and or gummies and more today. Okay, man, this one right here was a surprise because it never once crossed my mind. But, you know, of course, why would it? (laughs) You know, but our 36th president Lyndon B. Johnson not only enjoyed but was also known for <laughs> showing off his well his his Johnson he just loved whipping out his dick as often as he could apparently that's how he got his nickname Jumbo or something or his <laughs> or he named it Jumbo the, the name Jumbo is involved okay uh, thank you. Shared on Facebook, uh, shared on facebook.blogspot.com for this random ass information. It really does give a whole new meaning to the words Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> that was a good one. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. Here's a quickie for you. <laughs> Trust me, you, you will understand soon why that joke is funny. Okay, so um, ladies, uh, vibrators, ever heard of them? Okay. <laughs> also, uh, not just ladies, because anyone can enjoy some vibrating self-love at any time that they please, okay? But the history of this sex toy is so random. About, if you haven't gotten... Uh, caught on we're talking about vibrators okay uh so 
I got this from uh, cheeseburger.com. Uh, and, and once again, it's spelled, cheese is spelled C-H-E-E-Z. And there's no extra E. And then the word burger. So cheeseburger.com. And apparently the vibrator was invented for doctors who were getting carpal tunnel from using their fingers to give female patients orgasms <laughs> in order to treat hysteria. Okay, so pretty much women who were considered to be hysterical, which at one point in time in history, you, that could have been for anything. Something simple as a woman talking back to her husband that, Oh, she's hysterical, you know, <laughs> you know, but not, not, not all the cases were like that, but sometimes they just use hysteria as an excuse to explain things that they could not explain. It was hysteria, you know, but you know, good old days, or maybe, Maybe, and here's a thought, maybe women were just acting crazy so they could get some, uh, some, some special love from their local doctor. You know, maybe a few of his, uh, a few of the ladies had a sexy doctor on call. You don't know. You don't know. (laughs) But can you imagine if this really was something that doctors were doing? Like, like there are some sexy doctors in this world and I might. I might have to go crazy in order to receive my treatment. <laughs> just just let me clutch my pearls and start talking to people who aren't there while singing in the rain. Y'all, I need my treatment. Where is it? <laughs> so pretty much uh, women who were considered hysterical, used uh, they used to get finger banged until the doctor got, uh, got lazy and decided to invent a vibrator. <laughs> finger bang. That's, that's a fun word. Okay. <laughs> it's lovely. And now supposedly, uh, this has been proven false, you know, but uh, I wanted to include it because it's just weird to think about, you know, but there are also a lot of sites that say that this is true. Uh, I don't know. And I don't care. This story is more fun. So we're going with it. So according to, uh, scientificamerican.com, Joseph Mortimer Granville, was the man who patented the electromagnetical, uh, mechanical, magnetical, electric mechanical, not magnetical, electric mechanical vibrator, uh, in the early 1800s. Can you imagine a, ma- goodness, let me, let me get past that. Still on magnetical. All right. So, but, uh, it was used to like relieve the vibrator was originally used to relieve muscle aches. And soon doctors realized that it might be useful in other parts of the body. And eventually, you know, vaginas were like, uh, yeah, listen, I'd like to try that out. You know, <laughs> vaginas are like, what about us? <laughs> oh, but if you want to know more about, uh, vibrator history, Google that shit. I don't know. I mean, maybe one day I'll do a random episode about that or go deeper into <laughs> the vibrator chronicles. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> ah, finger bang. Okay. So, um, this, <laughs> oh, this next one is, is, is gross. It's gross as hell. It's so gross. And, uh, nowadays ridiculous as fuck. And it, oh God, All right. it's, a, it's, it's about a pretty intelligent guy. This is a really smart guy. Isaac Newton ever heard of him? Like <laughs> that joke never gets old, at least not for me. So <laughs> if you haven't 
uh, heard of Isaac Newton. He was one of the greatest mathematicians to ever live, bro. Okay. He was a physicist. Homeboy invented calculus. And I'm sure many of you hate him for that. <laughs> you know, math is hard. Okay. I didn't, uh, it's hard. <laughs> I sucked at it then. I suck at it now. All right. So homie discovered, uh, the laws of gravity and motion. Okay. Now he's, he's, he's pretty, pretty freaking famous. He's pretty famous. But of course this episode isn't about his accomplishments. No, we don't care about that. Okay. So shout out to yesplease.com. Uh, it's S it's a Y E S P L Z. Yes, please.com for this, uh, weird and cringy X-rated fact about Isaac Newton. So Isaac had a weird obsession with alchemy. Um, and if you're, I think I said that right. And if, and if you're like me, you're wondering, you know, what, what the hell is that? You know? So I Googled it. All right. And, uh, once again, Wikipedia saved the, uh, saves the day here, by the way, I just made a $10 donation to Wikipedia the other day. And uh, many people don't know this, but they are a nonprofit website and we all have used them at some point <laughs> over the years for all kinds of reasons. And you know, damn well, a lot of you plagiarized the fuck out of them at some point. All right. So, you know, copy and paste. All right. So if you can uh, donate to the site and help, uh, help us keep the free information going, that'd be dope. And you don't have to donate uh, $10. You don't, you don't have to do that much. You can do more than that, or you can do a little more, you know, less than that. Choose your amount on the site. You know, just go to wikipedia.com uh, and it'll pop up. Anyways, um, alchemy is the super old study and, uh, philosophy of how to change basic substances, for instance, metals into other substances. So alchemists, uh, believe that religion, magic, astrology, and philosophies and all that shit, uh, that they're all related to one another somehow. So they wanted to prove that by finding the connection between them. And if, If you want to know more, Google, you know, Google that shit. It it gets kind of boring after that, but let's get back to these X rated facts. Okay. So my guy, Isaac Newton had this weird obsession with blood, but not just any type of blood. He specifically obsessed, uh, himself with menstrual blood of whores. That's literally what it says. Menstrual blood of whores, bro. I'm telling you, y'all this, (laughs) That's what this site says. This dude thought there thought the, the whore's menstrual blood, uh, has, has a magical property added to it. And he, he even painted the walls of his room red for this reason. Now, let me address this. It said he painted his room red, but it does not say that it was with menstrual blood. I want to clarify that. y'all. Also, Drink every time I say menstrual blood. Okay. <laughs> Rewind it, go back and drink every time. Okay. So you, you know, when they say you never want to meet your heroes, well, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> my Isaac Newton fans out there. Uh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Probably look at him in a different light. Like, oh, okay. He invented calculus and laws of uh, motion. Oh shit. And he believe what now? <laughs> Oh man. (laughs) 
Okay, so this seems like a great place to end the episode with menstrual blood. Uh, take a drink. Okay. <laughs> so if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's no one is truly ever as they seem, <laughs> clearly. Also, the name Johnson & Johnson is totally ruined for me now. Damn it. Damn it, Lyndon B. Johnson, you son of a bitch. You just... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Professionally silly life rules, people. No one is ever as they seem. All right, so check out the podcast Twitter, guys, uh, you know, and uh, the Instagram at It's Pro Silly. Uh, and check out the uh, Professionally Silly Pod group on Facebook because uh, we take our silliness seriously here. We do. I want to thank you, all of you, every single one of you, for listening to this podcast and joining me every week as we get silly up in this bitch. Because we never know what the topic is going to be. You know, sometimes I don't know until the week of. I'm like, oh, what am I going to gonna do oh okay the history of sandwiches let's get on that <laughs> you know? if you want to join in on the silly and you have any of your own stories or experiences that you want to share feel free to email, uh, email them to me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com you can literally uh, be about email me about anything anything that's interesting you know there's a good chance that your story would or could inspire an entire episode topic so send those in and you can also leave me a message on the Anchor app or my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. 805-664-1828. You leave me a voicemail or send me a text and uh, I'll put you in the podcast unless you're not into that, you know? Just let me know. Also, all right, so I want to do this because this is fun. I don't do it every episode, but I do it when I feel like it, which is not all the time. And so I want to do a national day corner. It's national day corner time, everyone. Uh, this is where I visit nationaldaycalendar.com and I share with you what is being celebrated today. Today is November 19th and it's National Monopoly Day. Yep, that board game that you know and love and, uh, and if you constantly lose, you probably know and hate. Okay. So losers out there. I'm sure there's a few of them listening. Uh, I always wanted to be the top hat or the shoe when I was a kid. Cause you know, I was a fancy child. And today we recognize this iconic board game, which is considered to be one of the most popular board games in the world. And apparently Monopoly was originally based on the board game that was designed by a woman named Elizabeth Maggi in 1902. So this kick-ass board game has been played by an estimated 500 million people since 1935. Can you believe that? And when you think about it, they, <laughs> all of them have been to jail at one point. You're going directly to jail. Don't collect $200. goes right there. So when you think about it, we're, we're all hardened criminals now that we've that we've done time on the game of Monopoly. <laughs> and uh, I, I played this game in college and uh, with a buddy of mine. <laughs> it was fun. And uh, she would she would hold my snacks or my beer hostage for money. Legit would say, oh, I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And she'll come back like with like a, a, a piece, like a receipt paper or something. And on the back of the receipt, uh, <laughs> like a like a Walmart receipt or some shit. And on the back, on the back of the receipt, it's written uh, <laughs> that I need to give her four five hundred dollar bills, okay? <laughs> or she would eat my snacks or feed them to her dog. 
legit or, or poured my drink down the down the sink legit and I couldn't you know and, and she took my shit when I wasn't paying attention you know I was probably drunk <laughs> or high I don't want to <laughs> but this bitch actually sent me a ransom note for two thousand dollars for my stolen goods like <laughs> sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't you know but looking back that is some dark shit we we just we were just silly you know <laughs> give me give me give me two of your 500 dollars bills bruh <laughs> or your dog is gonna get it <laughs> i don't have a dog it's an imaginary one give me the money or it dies <laughs> just weird shit like that okay back to it so if you have never played monopoly which would be odd play it it's fun you know add your own house rules to it like me and my weird ass friend and uh, bank- bankrupt everyone you care about you know that's that's what the game's about <laughs> yeah so i think uh i think monopoly uh, monopoly is very popular not only because of the original game but there are also different variations and themes with this game like maybe you're into star wars or super mario or jurassic park or something like that because there are dozens of themed and franchised monopoly games out there so check those out oh okay so also i know there's so much about monopoly who knew so i've got um some fun facts about the game about the board game monopoly drink every time i say monopoly and (laughs) and then uh, i came across and i thought you guys would enjoy so when park when parker brothers originally decided to publish monopoly in 1935 the um the game only contained eight playing pieces okay now here's a fun fact the parker brothers has actually been um an american toy and game manufacturer since 1883 excuse me now these are the original pieces that a lot of us are familiar with okay you got the boat the top hat the battleship you know the iron the the thimble um and the and apparently the canyon the cannon excuse me there was a cannon piece there and which i'm being completely honest with you i don't remember there being a cannon on any of the monopoly games that i have played drink so maybe they were before my time i'm not sure but later on the race car was added and then a few and then a few others that i don't remember being in the games that i played a lantern a rocking chair and a purse now do you got any of you guys remember any of those pieces okay and also the terrier is a piece that i um that i that i remember um that it was added to the game in 1940 but if you purchase the monopoly game today as of 2017 the game will include the battleship the dog uh the top hat race car and then here are a few that i didn't even know existed because <laughs> i haven't purchased a monopoly board game in a couple of decades so but they introduced a cat piece in uh, in the year 2000 and then in 2017 they introduced a rubber ducky a t-rex and a penguin so you know shit's getting real out out there on these monopoly streets y'all you know <laughs> it's getting rough out there man t-rexes and penguins oh shit <laughs> so get a few friends together and uh, have an old-fashioned game night and play everyone's favorite board game monopoly and to celebrate uh celebrate today i use hashtag play monopoly day yeah yeah, and post some fun photos of you and your friends enjoying yourself and, and bankrupting each other. It's wonderful. So a thank you, nationaldaycalendar.com, for the information. 
And then make sure you guys check out the website and see what else today is used to celebrate. All right, yeah, <laughs> that was fun. So guys, I want to thank you again for listening uh, to this X-rated episode and also staying with me learning about Monopoly <laughs> and coming back every week because I am really glad that you're here. And if this is your first time listening, I hope that you decide to come back and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. Yeah, that'd be great. That's what I want to have happened. Please support this podcast by leaving reviews in whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts, if you've got that. Share this podcast with a friend. Drink every time I say podcast. <laughs> share this podcast with your friends and share the silly with as many people as you can. Let them know that uh, that we're here. We're available on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Okay, guys? And leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts would really, really, really help the show grow. And that is my plan. That's what I would like to have happen. Make sure you guys check out the show notes for some bonus information, like my social media. I got TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and two YouTube channels. So go ahead and check those out. The Professionally Silly channel, which is very different from the show here, and the Paranormal Blacktivity channel. Yep, yep. Spirits, ghosts, paranormal things are happening over there. So go ahead and check that out. And uh, for those of you that are interested in writing me or sending me stuff, uh, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. And all that information is in the show notes as well. And you can send me anything that you want, literally. And I'll open it right here on the air. And, uh, and I'll post a video of the unboxing on my YouTube channel. Yeah, that'll be fun. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Enjoy the silly while you can and come take it seriously with me every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Oh, 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 o